What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 204 of the Clever and Original Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kaylee Mashalik, alongside me, the man with a plan, Jane Reinhardt. Yeah, I'm here again. Just scoot that mouse out of the screen. Don't worry about it. Not important. No. <laughs> and Mr. Nirvana shirt guy himself, JJ Larson, not here today nope. again. What a jerk. What a jerk. Still in Poland, eating amazing food, apparently. Well, I mean, the Pol- Polish people do have amazing food. Yeah. I should know. I just, <laughs> I, <laughs> I just want that uh, food here. Oh. I deserve it well, more than I he mean, does. You can. Like, they sell, like, Polish sausage and things. Like, yeah. Stores. I mean, you know, there's a somewhat of a... I mean, it's not a lot, like a smallish polish descendants around here yeah like like my family is and you know you had a few others around but i feel like if i wanted like a polish dish i'd have to make it myself like there's no restaurant i mean yeah there's no restaurants around here that do it yeah Yeah, yeah. i mean every other every polish dish i've had around here at least has been like you know somebody makes it not like a store or anything yeah yeah like that um, but yeah, which is kind of unfortunate, but you know, I don't want to, I don't want to cook stuff that takes effort. Yeah. It takes time and yeah, effort. Who wants to cook food? Yeah. Who wants to take care of them? Even though I do that for a job. <laughs> well, I can understand. I mean, I guess I can understand mm-hmm. that, you know, like, like I, I like, I, you know, clean dishes, right. Mm-hmm. At work. And I'm like, I come home and I'm like, I do not want to fucking clean these dishes. <laughs> yeah. It's like I clean like, you know, hundreds of dishes in a day. Yeah. And then I come home with a, like three dishes and I'm like, screw that. <laughs> <laughs> I am done with dishes. <laughs> Fuck that. And then they just, you know, pile up and everything. And then they're like <laughs> to the ceiling. And yeah. So I mean, it's fine. So if you haven't listened to us before, we are the Clever and Original Podcast. We talk about comic book movie type stuff, video game type stuff, particularly in that order. Yeah. So let's get on with it. Cool. Oh, I'm back from New York, so oh, yeah. that was cool. Yeah. You know, I actually, you know, we talked about the juice last week is what I should play on the plane. I didn't really play anything. No. No, I, just, I, 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 I watched uh, like Netflix and stuff. Like I downloaded some things like... Cause you know, no internet on the plane or anything. Your Although I did, shows or? um, I watched like Queer Eye and Jessica, okay. uh, Jessica Jones season three. I started watching that, okay. even though I came out back in what is it, April? Yeah, well, the whole like debacle with them not going anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, because like, it's, like, it's like this is <laughs> going, this is canceled already, and there's like, I mean. Yeah, I, I still want to watch it because I really yeah. like the show. Yeah, but sure. it was just like disheartening going into it, knowing that okay, well, this is it. This this sucks. Yeah. But, um. So yeah, I watched Queer Eye. I watched that. I also Captain Marvel was on the plane, and I haven't seen that since it was in theaters. So I watched that. Nice. Um. Yeah. So pretty cool. But anyway, I did. I guess I did play some Legend of Zelda. Okay. In Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild cool all right anyway with the show news topics we have some this week which we haven't had a lot of for a while yeah i mean it's still not a lot but it's more than we have had in the past couple episodes 
Um, Deadpool. Deadpool 2. The director, David Leitch, has addressed the rumors of Deadpool 3 not being rated R, potentially, because now it's owned by Marvel proper and not, and Disney, I guess, instead of Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said... Uh, um, uh, he says, quote, it's rated R, so that's not necessarily the MCU brand, but he doesn't necessarily need to be R, and Disney does, don't necessarily need to only make PG-13 movies, uh, he told Yahoo Movies UK. Uh, I think we'll find a happy ground, is what he said. Okay. Um. So, yeah basically saying that it doesn't need to be rated r Mm -hmm. which kind of gives me the feeling of like oh shit they're not gonna do rated r yeah like i mean i guess technically yes deadpool doesn't need to be in a rated r film yeah but that being said if it's not rated r i'm gonna have a fit (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think you're with a large portion of the crowd there i mean when you think about it, like Disney versus Deadpool, Deadpool's definitely the more flexible out of the two, because mm-hmm. you can put him anywhere, and as long as he's like, as long as he's like breaking the fourth wall every now and again, mm-hmm. uh, making like little tiny like jokes about things outside the movie and all that, like he, Deadpool can be Deadpool in almost any setting, but Disney's pretty hard set in never making an R-rated movie. Yeah, at least not having their name attached attached to it. Yeah, and in this scenario, then it would be so. I mean, I want it to be rated R. It should be. It should be rated R. I think Disney is a little silly about not making rated R films. I mean, I I feel like Deadpool would be like, in a PG thirteen movie, would be like breaking the fourth fall like what the fuck i can't say fuck this fucking sucks i should be able to like cut this guy's <laughs> body parts off why am i not rated r or like you know they couldn't actually say that because it's i feel like in a pg-13 deadpool there would have to be some stuff referential things about why it sucks that it's not rated r yeah yeah for sure i mean you definitely mm-hmm. like be going in like cut someone's head off and it would like pause right in front of it and he'd come out onto the screen like, like okay guys <laughs> we, we know you were supposed to be seeing but we have to be rated pg-13 for the kitties <laughs> disney doesn't want to see that have, have their brand ruined so here we're stopping it but i will tell you it was a really gory and that shit okay <laughs> now we'll skip ahead a bit and we'll continue on with the movie and then you just like cuts to a party like kicks a guy and then like she's this katana it's like ah <laughs> i mean they could do what they did with the dead was it deadpool one or two that they made a pg-13 deadpool version. two i didn't actually okay. see that i didn't uh, see it either i heard there was like some additional jokes and whatever and, like, i kind of want to see it just to see what it, the difference is yeah right but i mean i don't really i don't i don't want to see a deadpool 13 movie yeah. i mean I, I can see like deadpool being like a sub a side character in a PG-13 movie. Yeah. But, like, in a main Deadpool movie, I don't want to see it PG-13. Mm-hmm. I want to see, like, R. Like, the like if Deadpool's the main character, it, it should be rated at R. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's just kind of how he is as a character. Right. Yeah, because you're right. If he was, like, a side character, he could, like, go off 
do his like bloody gory things and come back and be like, oh man, you should have saw his head. It was like, phew, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it would still work out because he can still like talk about it and it's still funny. But right. Because in his own movie, you're not following anyone else. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah. He, I mean, look, it's the guy's like, oh, it doesn't necessarily have to be rated R, which is, yeah, I get. You mm-hmm. know, it technically doesn't have to be. But mm-hmm. the way it sounds is like it sounds like uh, tampering expectations so that when it's not <laughs> rated R, you know, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Like, people are still yeah. going to be upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that sure. being said, Disney definitely can do rated R. And besides, they don't even put their name onto the films. Yeah, it's never like, like it might be in the end of the credits, I think. Like, it's not like, um, I think so. But like, um, with, uh, like, you know, they had Tomorrowland or whatever, you know, mm. these other live action films that have, like, the Disney name on it. And, like, Marvel films, it never shows the Disney, like, logo before the film or anything. It's only Marvel. Mm. Yeah. Um, and the same with Star Wars. They don't put the Disney, like, name in front of it. It's only Lucasfilm, you know, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. And so I guess I don't see an issue yeah. with that. Like, I mean, I mean, people know it, but, like, what, like... First off, if it's rated R, what kid is going to see it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know. Right, it's not. The but like, won't let them, like, but like, even if they did, they aren't gonna like make the association with, oh, Disney. Disney's you know? hardcore now. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe some angry parents, but like, what are they gonna do? Yeah. Stop showing their kids Disney movies. That's not gonna fucking happen. No. Okay. God. Okay. No. Like, like, parents are still gonna show their kids like Cinderella. Frozen, you know, Snow White. Yeah. All these old Disney movies, Lion King, whatever, all these cartoon kids movies. Yeah. They're still going to show them that. They're not going to be like, oh, screw Disney now for making a great at our Deadpool movie that I am never going to see or that my kids are never going to see. Yeah, we're going to Screw them. I'm going to stop having my kid watch their favorite movies <laughs> ever and become the bad parent. Yeah. I mean, there is competition now for Disney, but still, there's not much competition in like the children's cartoons. It's a pretty heavy monopoly, on, yeah. on Disney's side. <laughs> like, 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 come on. Yeah, okay. it's, they basically own our children. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think that Disney should be very okay with making Deadpool rated R. And mm-hmm. I feel I should be okay with making other films rated R. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, you know, there's only, like, certain on what type of films you can do rated R. Right. But, like, like still. I mean, that, that, that's an issue I had with, like, the Netflix Marvel shows is that they're rated R, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're technically connected to the MCU, but they never, like, actually did yeah i mean i guess they were technically you know in a different part of the universe but then you know like the movies never reference anything that happened in there not even like spider-man which is like supposed well okay sorry i'm like guys like brain is like (laughs) going right here (laughs) Um, but like like spider-man of all of them should reference like the netflix ones because he's a new york new york based superhero yeah However, they don't ever seem to put Spider-Man in New York. Every single film with Spider-Man in it has had him somewhere but New York. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, even even Homecoming, which was, like, 
was like, okay, it's, you know, the final climax is in New York. It really wasn't. Like, it was in the air of New York. And then they were in Washington, D.C. for some fucking reason. Yeah, yeah. But New York dodged, like, Mm. almost all the damage. (laughs) Yeah. They didn't get, like, Um, broken to pieces like most major superheroes tend to do. Yeah, like, the only thing that happened in New York in the MCU, really has been the in the first avengers and i guess infinity war too um where the aliens come and things like that Mm -hmm. but even the thing in infinity war wasn't that much the only real thing that happened there was like um the attack on new york and the first avengers film Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah so Anyway, anyway, yeah, and then there's these new Marvel shows that are going to be connected to the MCU made by the Marvel Studios, like the movie division and not the TV division, mm. are going to be PG-13 on Disney+. Plus. And so, like, the whole going from R to now, like, PG-13 is, like, really bothering. It, it feels like it is because they're canceling the rated R shows yeah. and getting new ones that are PG-13, and I'm just like, why can I not have these rated R shows that I like? They're like my favorite things about yeah. Marvel right now, yeah. and they're getting rid of them. Yeah, it's dumb. It's, I mean, I guess what I could understand Disney doing is if, like, when Disney sh- like makes their own films, like mm-hmm. PG-13 or less, that's fine. But any, like, company they own should be allowed to make rated R films. Right, I yeah. Think. Right, like um, Pixar should be allowed to make rated R films. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That'd be weird. <laughs> but if they, no, I mean, Marvel should be. I mean, they got. Well, I mean, they have Blade, right? Mm-hmm. And Blade was a rated R film yeah. series trilogy. Yeah. So, like, they're making a Blade film. We talked about it, like, a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. That should be rated R probably yeah if it's not that's i mean be. it could i guess it could not be but at the right. same time it's like come on give us some rated r things like these characters who are like dark like um like deadpool mm-hmm. like blade like uh daredevil you know jessica jones mm-hmm. Moon Knight. When are we going to get a fucking Moon Knight <laughs> film? I've been saying it since we started this podcast four years ago. <laughs> Give me a flipping Moon Knight film. What if we got a Moon Knight film, but it was rated PG? Or, or a show. I'll take a Netflix show, but I guess we're not doing those anymore. Yeah. God damn it, Marvel. Or I guess Disney. Disney and Marvel. Like same Disney. thing. Yeah, they are yeah, the same thing. Now, well, I mean, Marvel. I guess it's Marvel's decision, but like, but they're doing like what are they doing they're doing the eternals and things and moon knight is over here like the best character ever and (laughs) it's like screw you we're gonna go hang out with shang chi okay (laughs) (laughs) okay moving on um so um ABC is looking at making a new Marvel TV show based on superheroes. They have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is PG-13 as well. Mm-hmm. And that's a show I just couldn't keep myself to keep watching. Like, 
I was like, okay, I'll watch this because I'm a good MCU fan and I want to <laughs> know everything. And you know, there was good parts in it. Not gonna, I mean, it was not, not terrible, mm-hmm. but it's just like I, I can't force myself to keep watching this. Yeah, like it's 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 okay. Like I, there are episodes I enjoy, but like it's not good enough for me to just keep being invested and keep forcing myself to watch it. Yeah, you know? um, for sure. So anyway. But they're saying, uh, ABC's mentioning um, that they always want at least one Marvel show on the network at all times, um, at any given time. Uh, And then they are looking at bringing a new superhero show with a female-led group of superheroes to be on the television screen and be the central characters of it. Um, And that something would be, uh, quote, something brand new, mostly. So, um, thoughts on a female-led Marvel superhero TV show on ABC? I could see it. Yeah, I mean, it sounds pretty good to me. It, honestly, as far as superheroes go, it's hard to make something, like, awful, you know? Um, I, I don't know. Marvel's in humans, in, in humans yeah. was pretty bad. That was fairly recent. Yeah. That I was guess. ABC, too. Yeah. Well, you can always give it another shot. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the thing is, like, with Netflix, right, they had, like, this great budget, mm-hmm. you know, and they could do things that you can't do on, like, network television. Yeah. And, or, yeah, network, yeah. Um, and, <coughs> yeah, I feel like that made it so much better than, like, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Inhumans was just terrible. Don't watch it. I watched it. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't even, I watched the first like three episodes and I just, it was just so bad. Yeah. So bad. Like, like I powered through the first season, half season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and it got better. I'm like, okay, I guess, yeah, these things I saw at the beginning, they're, they're paying off mm. here. I was just like no no i can't do it anymore like it's just that bad yeah. this was supposed to be a movie <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just just done get rid of them and humans don't exist i want that movie now <laughs> give me that um but yeah i mean i guess they're a superhero show could work yeah but i don't know i mean abc hasn't done really well in my opinion in regards to like super powered people yeah i mean especially their recent history but uh, i mean they did technically work on the netflix marvel shows oh okay i didn't know um like abc's television group but like okay but like but with netflix but like budget budget and the fact that they don't have to like hold themselves back to like meet a certain like television rating yeah 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 netflix definitely has the upper hand in that regards it's, I mean, it's the same kind of discussion we we're having with Deadpool, rated R versus PG-13. Like, there's just some things you won't be able to do with a lower rating like that. Right. So, Netflix versus live television. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be Netflix either. Just, you know, fucking network TV, cable TV, mm. you know, versus, like, a streaming service or, like, a subscription-based thing where, you know, not everyone has. You can kind of do things that you normally wouldn't do yeah 
to protect the children. Yes, we cannot let our children know violence exists in our world. <laughs> Doing a great job of that, America. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm not like, it's not something I'm like super pumped about that they're doing this but it's important enough that i'm gonna like keep an eye on it um yeah i mean I'll, i'm not I, I won't i'll try not to dismiss it out of hand right like like the thing <laughs> is like um like on hulu the runaways that's a good show and that's like pg-13 mm-hmm. i really like that i still haven't watched season two but that's because i ran out of hulu or whatever oh, yeah. um but i mean i want to see it season one was really good that was a pg-13 show um and so Marvel can do like good PG thirteen things. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. ABC has kind of like damaged it. So I'm not as yeah. like um, whole. Um, I'm a little more skeptical going into these things. But I mean, <laughs> I'll try to keep an open mind and see how it is going into it and things like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot go into making a movie. So anything could make it awful. Anything could make it great. Maybe they get an amazing writer and, yeah, you know, blow it out of the water. It's tough to know these kind of things before you actually see it, but yeah, we'll we'll see. I suppose ABC round two, round <laughs> three. three. I don't know. They yeah. did Agents of Shield. They did Agent Carter, and yeah. then they did Inhumans. But I mean, Agent Carter doesn't really. That was the same time as Agents of Shield. Shield, So So kind of like, so like one, and then. Anyway, yeah. Okay. Um. So moving on. Uh. So Sony, and their Spider-Man universe thingy. You know, they made Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah. That was directed by. Chris Miller and Phil Lord. And they have been contracted to a five-year deal to work with Sony characters um, to make future Marvel TV shows. Um, and now uh, Chris Miller is providing an update saying that some of these... Uh, here, let's just give the quote. Uh, talking to Deadline, quote, We are developing a handful of live-action shows using Sony's Marvel characters, of which there are 900 characters. We're figuring out a way to develop the shows so that each are their own unique experience, but are also related. So, they're developing a Sony Marvel TV universe, I guess. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if this is all connected, like... Like, is this stuff connected to Into the Spider-Verse? Is this stuff connected to the Venom film? Yeah. I don't think this is connected to the MCU, but, I mean, maybe it is. I mean, the more pieces you're putting in this puzzle, the, like, way more fucked up it gets. <laughs> well, it's like, okay, so this is, this is still, like, you know, um, what is it, 2013, 2014, like, logic, you know, yeah. with movie studios, like, Marvel makes, you know, the MCU leading up to the Avengers, which is like a huge hit, massive hit, like one of the biggest things ever. Yeah. And then everyone's like, okay, we need our own shared universe. So DC makes Man of Steel and they're making like Batman v Superman and things like that. And they're going to make Justice League. And then you've got like 
X-Men starting to make other X-Men films and they're like Fantastic Four and then people are like no that sucks and like okay no Fantastic Four <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Sony's like we have Spider-Man that's it. That's it. That's all we have. <laughs> how do we how do we like milk this thing dry yeah. so that we take every single inch of this and sell it? Okay, Venom, right? Yeah. Carnage, okay. Um Black Cat and like Canary or something. And you're like, okay, kind of weird, but okay. Then it's like Mephisto. And you're like Okay. Um <laughs> You know, vampire dude. Yeah. And then, yeah. I mean, I could at least understand, like, something like Universal Zombie, like, not zombie, a monster universe. Yeah. Like, with uh, the mummy, you know, Dracula, um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frankenstein. I-, I can understand that. Yeah. You know, this, it's just like, 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 reaching like they're reaching for like is that that's that says marvel on it okay that character is a side character like j jonah jameson's like assistant (laughs) okay make him into his own show with him as a lead character it says marvel on it that's all it needs okay now let's make a ton of these (laughs) you know we're gonna make a ton of these shows and and get as much as we can out of this and have a shared universe and you know dc is like okay screw it let's just actually make good films yeah they kind of threw away that thing after you know they failed universal's thing failed Mm -hmm. x-men definitely i mean fox failed i mean look they're now part of (laughs) a part of disney slash marvel but sony is just like okay let, let's grasp at straws here. Let's <laughs> let's try to milk it for as much as we can. <laughs> well, like back even with the Andrew Garfield stuff, they're like, we're going to make a big Sinister Six movie. And then, you know, yeah. they failed. And now, now, now Spider-Man's a part of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Is it like worth trying at this point? Not really. At least not for Sony. Like, I mean, I guess they kind of, with having only Spider-Man, they probably took the best turn they could by trying to use the villains, because that's what there's the most of. Mm-hmm. If you just have Spider-Man, well, like, that's yeah. what you got, basically. You got Spider-Man, you got all his villains. Might as well try to focus on the villains and do kind of like a, right. a team-up film with that, but <coughs> I don't know. Spider-Man's had a pretty rocky past. Well, I mean, I mean, that's really all there is to Spider-Man besides, you know, Spider-Man, which Marvel is using. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I guess use the villains. They're not left with much, and I don't know the way things are going. They're probably not going to have anything at the end of it. <laughs> you know, I'd just be fine with like the Into the Spider-Verse stuff. Yeah, you know, the multiple Spider-Man. Yeah, that'd be cool. But, like, all this stuff is just, like, okay. You know, we haven't really seen any. The only thing we've seen is Venom, right? Mm -hmm. That's the only thing we've seen out of all this stuff. But there's, like, a shit ton of things that are in development, you know, like 
like I mentioned, Black Cat and the Canary and Mephisto and, you know, Venom 2 mm. and now all these TV shows. And it's just like, okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess on one hand, though, it is kind of interesting to get the the villain's perspective on things. Like, I know they're just kind of doing this because it's all they got. But, <laughs> yeah. like, this isn't, like, some, like, sudden, like, revelation. Like, oh, what if we did this? Like, this is just, oh, well, we got this, so let's work with it. But, I mean, traditionally, stories are, there's the good guy, there's the bad guy, and the good guy beats the bad guy. And that's the story, you know? And the good right. guy wins, and they are a better person because of it. But you never really follow the bad guy, you know? <laughs> Well, yeah, because you have to make the bad guy into the good guy, right? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, the protagonist, yeah. Yeah. So then the bad guy becomes the good guy. Because you have to. Because it's like you have to root for it. You can't have a character that you're rooting against. That's the main character, right? Yeah. Well, I guess the way. Because so there's an anime called Death Note, and I'm not going to get super into it. I don't know if anyone who watches this is super into anime like I am. But uh, the idea is this book falls from the sky, and if you write someone's name in it, that person dies. And you can get specific, and there's rules and stuff. And okay. it's like this kind of like strategic, like mind versus mind sort of anime, and they're like trying to outthink each other. Uh, and at the end of it, spoiler alert for a super old anime, when the main character you've been following the whole time who has this like death note dies, like, I don't know, you've kind of been rooting for him the whole time. But you super understand it at the end. It's like, yeah, he's kind of an asshole. Like, he killed a lot of people, and he was sort of power-hungry. Like, he wasn't really that good of a guy. But during the process, you were rooting for him. So you kind of got to do that thing, you know? Yeah. Like, make the villain so it's like, oh, look at all this bad shit that's happened to him. That makes him into this person. And Or, like, uh, The Killing Joke. Jesus, that's a way better example. Have you heard of the, or seen The Killing Joke? Uh, I kind of know what it is. Uh, I mean, I, I know the story, but I'm just curious how that's turning into following like the Joker. Well, right? yeah, I th- the message is uh, the difference between the Joker and Batman is one bad day. Okay. Sort of thing. Yeah. And I think isn't that a line from Daredevil and Punisher? Um, I think I just oh yeah 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 yeah. Well, like <laughs> in Daredevil season two, yeah. Punisher is like. You're one bad day away from being me. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like one decision is kind of what it's going for. The Joker has this like string of bad luck, and he turns it into like being evil. Mm-hmm. And Batman has this string of bad luck, and he turns it into being good. Right. So, and that's what it like focuses on, and it's really good. The Killing Joke is really amazing. The animated film, uh, the, the comic book is even better. I would assume. I haven't read it, but. It's, I don't know. It's well, like I, interesting to kind of see that perspective. I mean, things, you know? yeah, I guess like speaking of Daredevil, I really like, um, I think it's in season one, but just like the, I just like the whole like theme of it. it's like, is Daredevil like actually a good guy? Yeah. Um, cause like, I think it's like his priest says something like just because one guy's evil doesn't make you good. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you're fighting this bad guy, but does that make you a good guy? No. Not necessarily, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not black and white. And so I guess that's sort of the thing you got to do with, like, villains, right? Yeah, you got to take the whole, like, moral compass, like, is good good and is bad bad kind of thing mm-hmm. to to make it work. Or I think in the case of Venom, I haven't seen the movie. I should. 
Uh, but I, th- I believe in the case of Venom, they find a more evil guy. Yeah. And so Venom much. is evil, you know, is, is Spider-Man's villain, but there's a more evil guy who's worse than Venom. And so Venom has to, li- it's like a Suicide Squad kind of thing. Right. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, like we're the good guys. This we're, time. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're the good guys. See, we're, we're a bunch of like serial killers and things mm-hmm. like that. But there's this but fine. giant evil thing yeah passes the pass oh my gosh so speaking of suicide squad like like the thing is like the government like has this evil like demon thing and they just like let it out (laughs) because (laughs) they're just like oh see we can use this and then it like escapes right and it's destroying the world all right and they're like okay let's take these serial killers and use them to kill this demon thing (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the government uh, isn't making the best move, I guess. <laughs> I feel like there's a better... Oh, yeah, let's just approach. call, like, Superman or Batman. Yeah, you know that guy that yeah, never yeah. dies? Or the, Superman, let's <laughs> yeah, call yeah. him. You just yeah. fucking, like, hogtie it and bring it back to Why us. do we have to use these villains who we know are terrible yeah. and could probably just escape? We just are going to use the opportunity to escape and do evil shit. Yeah. It's a little silly. Suicide Squad. Well, I mean, superheroes are a little silly. Yeah. But, I mean, still, even for a superhero film, that's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Thing with the in-universe, like, rules and everything. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I guess. Spider-Man stuff. Spider-Man stuff. Villains. Gotta gotta play the cause with which you have. Yep. And hopefully they'll find a way to make it interesting. There have been good, interesting villains before. Even uh, Homecoming, the not Falcon. What's his name? Vulture. Vulture. Yeah, he's a cool hero, a villain. Yeah, but like he also wasn't the main character. Even not being the main character, you get a huge like look into his life. Sure. Like the opening scene. Sure, but but it's and, like and, but it's like, like thirty know. minutes versus like an hour. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's half. yeah. It's, there's definitely gonna be a lot more screen time for these villains, but if you kind of play it the same way, you know, like yeah. look, they're a family man. Look, they have lives outside of being evil. Right. They're doing this for a good reason, like uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. There's a lot of good examples. but So my point is, it's possible that they can do it well. It's possible. But will they? <laughs> <laughs> That's the real question. <laughs> there, There's good in everybody is the moral. <laughs> well, it's like the yin-yang thing. There's a little evil in every piece of good, and there's a little good in every piece of evil. Okay, sure. Um, moving on. It was for movie type <laughs> stuff. Let's get into some video games type stuff. Uh, really, some unfortunate things. So, like, um, you know, there's a shooting, two shootings this past week. Mm. Um, so, uh, Walmart has removed um, some violent imagery in their video game sections. Um, and people are thinking that's, like, them... Um, It's uh, them kind of taking down violent things. Um, but I guess the report is that they're just doing it for the time being, that it's not like a permanent thing to yeah. not like take down violent. Because obviously, I mean, you know, studies after studies have shown that violent video games don't have any effect on making people like become like shooters or anything like that or killers yeah. or any violent things like that. So. Don't believe that shit. Yeah. (laughs) 
it's uh i don't know it's pe- people will just kind of believe what they want <laughs> but i don't know i mean the the news too likes to blow things out of proportion and take a spin on things that'll get them more views and honestly that's probably a big reason why walmart's do yeah like you think the ceo of walmart's doing this because he truly believes probably not do you think he's doing this because he thinks he's going to make a lot of money off publicity probably i don't know i mean it's probably just like yeah like you said a pr move yeah exactly he's just trying to like look i'm the good guy kind of thing like there's no when it comes to like big corporations most of the moves they make are based off of how much money they're gonna make Mm -hmm. right if i do this will i make more money not is it a good or a bad thing you know right or like kind of um stop the bleeding sort of so to speak yeah yeah even though you know it's clearly not their fault or anything like yeah that. it's not like they had a hand in it um so yeah that's a thing yeah. violent video games don't cause people to do this although for some reason the media is deciding to put that back into the i thought we were past all this you yeah, know right. i thought we, I thought we were like it it's just like yeah that doesn't actually do anything and we stopped that and yeah. but i guess they're bringing it back what is old is new again, I mm. guess. Anyway, moving on. There's a lot of like talk about uh, gambling too. I think I believe like Overwatch and other companies had been releasing like the probability of like loot crates and stuff. I think. Interesting. And then I know GTA had an update, literally casinos. I don't know how they got that. <laughs> <laughs> like actually gambling. Huh. <laughs> I guess oh, they're rich okay. enough. I don't know. <laughs> Good on you, GTA. <laughs> Do whatever. So that does it for the news this week. Yeah. Let's get on to some juice. Woo. So old uh, for people like us mm. who've had like video games throughout our lives and who are video game enthusiasts, yeah. we have old consoles like. Uh, N64s, GameCubes, Xbox, PS2s, PS3s, Xbox 360s, mm-hmm. Sega's, you know, Genesis, maybe NES, Super Nintendo, etc. Yeah. What do we do with those when, you know, we're done? You know, there's newer things out like Xbox One, PS4, Nintendo Switch. What do we do with those old consoles? Do oh. we keep them, sell them, toss them? What do we do? Well, actually, I just realized that I keep mine in a box. Off camera. Hey, it's an old Xbox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, uh, in my old place, and it was just me, uh, there was enough setup. There was enough room in my setup to where I could have, like, all my consoles, essentially. Right. There was a couple I had put away. I think the Xbox and my... Sega Genesis I think I kept like stowed away because there just wasn't enough room but I had them all set up but even then like I had like imagine like eight different consoles on this display I played my Xbox mm-hmm. that was about it you know? yeah and I guess uh, a very small amount of my PlayStation 2 because that was actually my first console growing up well uh, PlayStation actually mm-hmm. PS1 so uh Mostly, I just let them sit around. <laughs> yeah, so, like, um, like my vision, you know, in my head, you know, is, like, 
oh, I want to keep these around because, yeah. you know, they're, you know, retro. I want to, you know, just have them to, yeah. like, play maybe one day or whatever. But now I'm just like, I want space. Mm-hmm. You know, they take up space and I never play them. And, like, now, you know, you know, you can play, like, older games on your... There are still old games you can't play without the original console yeah. or whatever. But, like, I mean, with, like, Xbox particularly, they're, like, trying to get everything backwards compatible, even to the original Xbox, you know, mm-hmm. and things like that. And Nintendo always releases, like, old things. Like, they used to do virtual console. For some reason, now they're not. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So it's, like... They're just taking up space, and I don't know. I think I should sell them, but also I'm like, I don't want to sell them. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was whole, so I sold my Nintendo 64 and I sold my Sega Genesis. Uh, the Sega Genesis for me was a bit easier to sell because I had less uh, attachment with it when I was growing up. Yeah. But the N64, holy crap. So in order to sell it to this guy i'm like all right i gotta test it i gotta make sure the controllers work all the games work all that kind of things mm-hmm. uh so i plug it in and i put mario party 2 in and i plug in my control and i start playing it and i'm like playing a few rounds of a game like oh man do i want to sell this maybe i should <laughs> just keep it like <laughs> yeah like, you know that's, i almost that's convinced fun. myself to not sell it but then i was like no no because i know as soon as i like all right it works and turn this off I'm never going to play Mario Party 2 again. <laughs> well, see, here's what I... So, uh, it's Nintendo 64 specifically. Mm-hmm. So, my family has an N64. And, like, what I do is I bring that out to our family's lake cabin. Okay. So, if you have, like, a second, like, place or, like... I mean, not, you know, not everyone has that, so... Right. Um, where... Okay, well, then. <laughs> I discovered a secret uh, in Zelda, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, like, take that out, you know. We don't need much technology out there anyway, but having, like, mm. retro technology, you know. It's fun to, you know, play these old things that, you know, you normally wouldn't play, but because you're in a situation that you're not in often, mm-hmm. you know, that it's kind of like a getaway from your average thing. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. It's, it's like if you have, like, something where it's, like, you're not doing It's something you're using to get away from, like, your regular daily things you know putting that somewhere is it like a good way to use it you know while keeping it mm-hmm. obviously i can't do that with like everything right like right. i have like a ps2 an xbox an xbox 360 a gamecube and yeah. things like it's like i don't Seven do that for houses ev- <laughs> <laughs> yeah um you know, i mean i think n64 works because you have so many multiplayer games and so it's like mm. you know i can play with other people like in the room right yeah. like with xbox 360 i don't think i can really do that mm-hmm. um most of the games i played on there or they were multiplayer but like online multiplayer you yeah. know a single person on a screen or a lot of those servers for a lot of those games aren't up anymore right and with so backwards compatibility i guess they're coming back a bit but right and so it's like yeah i mean that so like, i can see getting rid of my xbox especially with backwards compatibility and things like that mm-hmm. and 64 is a little bit harder i can also see doing that but like um yeah generally i think things with like like n64 maybe gamecube mm-hmm. are like things i would keep because like of the party aspect you know yeah, like party consoles um, are easier to keep for like sure. ps2 you know only two people can play that get rid of it <laughs> i mean i guess and I think most of the games that like, I really cared about, like I can play newer versions of or like remakes of yeah. or like ported versions of. 
you know, and same with Xbox. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Xbox and PlayStation is a little easier for me to get rid of. Nintendo stuff is a little bit harder because there's a lot more focus on, like, playing together, like, in a room with, like, Smash Brothers, Mario yeah. Kart, etc. So, like, I can understand. But, like, yeah, I get, get you know, just, I have to get rid of them. I need space. They're just taking up space. I don't have enough outlets for this. Yeah. I don't have a TV that's right for these old consoles, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I might as well get something out of it. I would say sell them, don't throw them. Yeah, don't Cause throw you, them. Because you can definitely get money for them. Yeah. Even if it's like less than 100 bucks, I would say it's still worth it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, I mean, and even if you're not getting a whole bunch of money for the console, if you sell the console with games, the games are going to get you a lot of money. That's kind of where it's at with older technology now. Right, yeah. So. So, Yeah. yeah. Getting it's also kind of like nice it's also kind of like you know um, what is it? Uh, I can't think of the term now. Um, shoot, um, no, like um, bittersweet. Okay, yeah, because yeah, that's yeah. like yeah, I'm getting money out of this thing. I've never used it anymore, but I'm just like, it has so many memories, you know, yeah. from it. Like, oh, I played this when I was a kid all the time. And, yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's like, oh, that's sad, but it's also like, just like, I'm not going to do this, but you're already not doing it. So like, you know, yeah, it just brings up the memories again. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I think that does it for us on this episode. All right. right? Yeah. Uh, so that does it for us on this episode of the Clever and Original Podcast. Jay, if people want to find you on the social media sphere, where can they do that? If you want to come find me and tell me I'm a monster for selling my Nintendo 64, come find me on Twitter at Jaden Reinhardt. And you can find me at K Mashog on Twitter. You can find us all at Clever underscore Original on Twitter. And as you are right now, listen to us each and every week on SoundCloud, iTunes, and other podcast services. And we'll catch you next week on episode 205. Yeah.